You've played the missions. But do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode for the Forerunner Sidearm. It's a sidearm, right? I think it is. Anyway, I'm your host for this episode. My name is Orchid. And my name is Rindel Zevis. How are you doing tonight, Orchid? Good. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. Yes. I feel like I shouldn't say the date. We never say the date for little lore episodes, but it is uh, March 21st, 2022. Indeed it is. Uh, it is Toki. It is not your episode. <laughs> it is way <laughs> too early for this shit. He just thinks it's his episode, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I have some podcast info for you. We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at Hey, it's Orchid. You can tweet at Elmist, who isn't here, at I underscore am underscore Elmist. You can also tweet at Rendell at Rendell Zevis. You can send us an email at Guardians underscore lore at Alec.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast, even on Spotify. You can also find us in our Discord. There is a link to the invite in the description for this episode. But if it's easier for you, you can also find us at discord.gg slash lorehub. <gasps> you actually got the whole thing right. And it's not even I in know. the show notes. So proud of you. I know. I'm amazing. Toki. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's he won't let me put him down i want to be a guest host ma'am no oh my god let me be on the podcast ma'am because i haven't been home all weekend and he's just like fuck <laughs> fine now god okay i'll hold you you can also find our info on the lorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators wait for it we're still there there it is <laughs> <laughs> We're still there. There it is. Um, I know. If you're also feeling generous, you can donate to us on um, ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps uh, if you have like <laughs> any extra money after filling your gas tank. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. But if you have any extra after that, like, you know, throw some quarters our way. We appreciate it. If you have 10 cents <laughs> after filling your gas tank. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, if you throw for a mere four quarters a month, you can continue to support this podcast. Oh, my God. I drove up to Portland and back this weekend because my computer died, like died, died, mm. like like blue screen of death, like couldn't turn it on anymore. I was trying to copy beat maps from OS to like like osu laser like the newer one mm -hmm. and it, my computer's like nope your computer took that personally <laughs> it was like you're gonna do nothing of the sort you dumb shit Magoo. like it, so. it, it was so bad like here's the thing she says like oh yeah it was catastrophic it was so bad that we were half concerned that she wouldn't be able to do the episode today was like i had to go i went up to joe's house and i'm like please help me fix my computer and like i couldn't it didn't even get past the loading screen it was like windows was just like unhappy face like windows doesn't even exist <laughs> windows has had it with your shit 
Windows is like, this computer doesn't exist anymore. I don't know what it, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> this is what you get for not having a system with a TPM module that will take Windows 11. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> fuck Windows 11, okay? I mean, yeah, fuck Windows 11, 100%. But I don't want Windows 11. No, not I want nor, Windows 10 only. Nor do I. Like, I know. I know that it will probably inevitably be the case that I have to. But that's going to be like, I have to. There's literally no other choice. I don't want it. So we fixed it sort of, but it like partitioned my partition. <laughs> so now there's like so many partitions. It's like partition party in my computer. So partition, but it works. So I can see the old partition, which is ludicrous. So all my files are there. So I'm like starting to pull all the files that I want. I think I'm going to end up having to wipe my computer and start over. But for now, it's working. Uh, sort of. It's like, it's, oh my God. It's hanging together with like a lick and a prayer. So it, it's hanging I, together fact, with, with a piece of duct tape. Oh my holding God. Holding the hard drive to the tower itself. Oh my God. Orchid knows exactly what the hell I'm referencing. <laughs> hey, okay. That tape held my hard drive in really well in my ICP computer, okay? That is exactly how you... It also haunts my dreams. Like... That's exactly how you mount a hard drive with no. lab tape. No. <laughs> exactly how you mount No, that's a drive. horrible idea. No. Uh, it's still mounted like that, by oh, the way. God, no. <laughs> At least use a zip tie. Holy shit. No, it's only taped. <laughs> and it's purple tape, by the way. I changed it. Um, so this week at Guardians of Lore, the twoggle. It's supposed to be five minutes, but it's going to be more like 45. Am I right? Well, um, since it's just the two of us and Rindle and I are best friends, this is going to be really long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am apologizing to my future self for all of the editing you will have to do. <laughs> We have so much to talk about because we're also catching up because we've not talked for days. Except in the car last night because I was falling asleep on the <laughs> way home and I called him like, Rindle, please keep me awake. Oh my God, I'm going to die. And the best bit is that I have your ringtone set as the death tone from Metalocalypse. So I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden my phone is going... <laughs> That's because my cats are all named after Metalocalypse characters. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. one of those things where uh, my wife, Sammy, is looking up at me like, who the fuck is calling you and why do they have that ringtone? It's me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's 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 the most cat. unlikely Metalocalypse lover like in the well, world. She, she looked at me for a second and then she was like, wait a second, her cats are named toki and pa- never mind no that makes total sense mm-hmm. yes toki wartooth uh pickles the drummer and nathan explosion are my three cats yes there you go but the first topic that we have on the toggle um we <laughs> wait the first f1 race of the season this <laughs> this is a destiny topic guys yeah more that it's our destiny to talk about Formula One. Am I right? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Um, Let's go. How did Red Bull not even finish? Um, Ooh. The Ooh. fuel pumps are sus as fuck. Um, uh, yeah. 
that was not good because no the thing with it was it was already kind of bad when gasly went off in one of the alpha towers because his car literally caught fire they're all catching fire Mm, yeah they're they're catching fire the brakes and the williams caught fire in Mm preseason testing that was fun the other thing that was really weird about that though was that gasly went off they were able to put out the fire and then there was an electrical current that was still running through the car so they weren't actually able to touch it for a couple of minutes because they were waiting for that to ground and discharge yeah um maybe get different fuel pumps i don't know that's probably a bad idea yeah the the thing about this is because basically standard fuel pumps everyone has the same ones yeah they're all uh manufactured by magneti marelli and they're supplied to all the teams so the thing with it is there's two trains of thought one is just that the fuel pumps are just bad which could be because there were a couple of other teams that actually switched their fuel pumps out before the race. The other is that their new fuel regulations have them running E10 fuel this year. So fuel that is 10% volume ethanol. Me as a chemist knows that ethanol loves to melt stuff. Yeah. It's its favorite mm-hmm. because I use it to clean things because it's really good at melting stuff. Right. So unless you and have... I love to melt things. So... <laughs> Uh, there's plenty of ways I could take that. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time at work that I made explosives by accident? Which time? Oh my God. (laughs) The fact that you say which time worries me and also delights me. It's because I know you. The time that I made nights all at work. Oh shit. Yeah. So I was cleaning glassware with nitric acid and I was like... This is not cleaning shit, guys. <laughs> like, this isn't cleaning anything. This is garbage. Oh, and I'm no. like, do you know what cleans really well? Oh, Ethanol. No. Oh, no. But do you know what also cleans well? This nitric acid. Oh, God. Do you know if I mix them together, it's going to double clean, double good. Do you know what you should never do? Not put them together <laughs> at the same time. I was going to say, did it not occur to you at some point during this concocting to go, hmm, I'm actually legitimately making an explosive. Did that not ever cross your mind? No, it didn't. <laughs> this is how discoveries are made, Rindle. <laughs> this is how science is done. Uh... PhD, by the way. Uh <laughs> So I mixed the two together and then I shook it and it turned this really angry goldenrod color because there was a it was like a 50-50 mix and my thumb was over the top of it because it was in a volumetric flask. And I excited it enough and it had the vapor had nowhere to go. And um when you excite it enough and you stop the vapors from escaping, um, it is a metal etcher. Nitol is. Oh shit. And yeah if you just mix it in just the right way technically if you leave it in a glass bottle and you close the top and walk away it'll explode on its own because it's very exothermic what i did was just put my thumb over it (laughs) (laughs) i was like (laughs) yee but i saw that it was like getting real angry looking and i'm like oh this is bad 
<laughs> so I just turn, I just turn the sink on, and I'm just like bloop bloop bloop. <laughs> Goodbye. You did fucking what? I just dumped it down the sink. Oh no! I put it in the chem trap. I was like goodbye. <laughs> Not my problem. You didn't think to yourself again. We covered this. I'm like it's the sink goblin's problem now. <laughs> Not my problem. Like you're sitting there, basically holding a class four grenade in your hands, and just like, oh shit, I'm gonna dump all this fuel out. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a danger to humanity. Sometimes. Jesus. So. Uh oh my god no more like all the time. Anyhow, yeah, both Red Bulls ended up retiring. Um, yeah, Checo on the last lap. Oh no! Oh, he uh, so sad. Oh, it was so bad. But on the other end of the spectrum, Haas is the new hotness. What the fuck? Yeah, they actually had. They got more points. Uh, in this one race than they did it all last season actually the way that they tweeted it is they made more points in two hours than they made in two years <laughs> that's really sad and really endearing in like both the same time like they've been so wholesome ever since kevin magnuson came back to the team and they got rid of uh mazepin mm. and the russians that um i love them it's so good and i want them to do well because they're super adorable now it's so good and i love to see it yeah side note um that recovery that schumacher made from that first lap spin holy fuck it's really good by the way if any of you guys actually want to watch the races we watch them in our discord you can come watch them with us Yes. Um, we are not breaking copyright. We just watch them with friends. In stuff and things. We also have a full chat that is basically just Formula One memes and shit posts. So enjoy that as well. It's just car shit. Um. So yeah, Mercedes is just being Mercedes again. Um. Hamilton is really pretty, by the way. <laughs> I saw him in a bunch of dresses. <laughs> this is after you have relentlessly. <laughs> I did a complete 180 on Hamilton. I hate him, but I love him. And um, his dog is really cute. Um, McLaren wasn't last. Daniel Ricardo is a sad boy, but he's still my favorite. Aww. And I love him and I stand him so much. I feel so bad for Daniel, like coming in on the back foot of dealing with COVID and all of that missing testing. Oh, yeah. He had COVID all during testing, so he couldn't drive at all. It was really sad. So just, oh, I feel so bad for him, but he's such a Mm -hmm. he's such a great guy. And I really, really hope that McLaren figures out what the hell is going wrong with the car and he gets some strong performances in because ah, he, he absolutely deserves that. And Ferrari got one, too. Good for them. Forza Ferrari! Grazie ragazzi! Good for Ferrari. They're really good for them. Good for Ferrari and so the long-ass Italian national anthem. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, just give everybody spaghetti, Italian hands, <laughs> pizza. Uh, yeah, just literally watching the Italian Grand Prix and just the entire time they're doing the national uh, anthem of Italy, just Italian hands. <laughs> just the whole just Italian time. hands. Italian hands pizza. Oh, no. Italian hands. It's amazing. <laughs> but yes, we have our next race coming up this next weekend. Uh, I'm that so will excited. Be was a Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. And Yay! that should be a time. Oh my God. It's going to be so exciting. I'm excited. I'm stoked. Last year's was already really good. And the racing this year from this one, if Bahrain was anything to go by, the action is going to be furious. There's going to be tons of great battles. This is a really good time to get into F1 if you haven't already. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough from two car nerds. Um, here's <laughs> Destiny stuff. I'm so sorry. We De had to get that out of our system. Destiny stuff um, on a Destiny podcast. What a fucking thought. What? Who knew? Okay. So the TWAB this week had some really hot dates in it for the rest of the season. They're already done with the seasonal story. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Um, if you haven't gone and played it, go back and play it. I haven't played the seasonal story yet. Well, yeah, they heard you complaining about how long it took last season, so. Oh, so long. And so they're like, okay, well, we're done with it already. Go play it. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go play the seasonal story now that it's done. So I can just do it all at once now. Oh, yeah. Go me. It's like binge watching a series on Netflix. Yeah, I don't like waiting every week. So now I can just do it all at once. Um, but yeah, seasonal story. Uh, go do that. That's ready. There's a bunch of dates that they put in the TWAB that you can um, go look at. We have Trials Labs coming up for Zone Captures back. Grandmaster mm -hmm. Nightfalls are coming back. More Trials Freelance. There's more Iron Banner dates. Um, Master Difficulty for Vow is coming back April 19th. Um, Guardian Games is coming back May 3rd through May 24th. So get ready for either saltiness or people not giving a shit or, you know, and Guardian Games of doing a bunch of bounties. Guardian Games are doing a bunch of bounties and lots and lots of toxicity. If anything or people not caring. I mean, or this will be the caring. third one. This will be the third one. I think we got the toxicity out. I think we're pretty over it now. Are you sure about that? She you, says. You say that now. <laughs> I say that now, but it comes back every year. So I don't know. But yeah, Guardian Games is coming back in for all of May. Uh, the last Trials Labs is May 20th. And then I think the week after that is the new season. I believe so. Yes. So that'll be exciting. So I think um, that will be, what is that? That'll be May 24th, I think is the new season. I think that, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that'll be a lot to look forward to. May the 24th at the release of Season of the Redacted. Season of the Redacted. Woo. Woo. Who cares? <laughs> And then they had some hot stuff dropping on crafting as well in the last swab. 
basically just because crafting is tedious and boring uh they are gonna make it easier Lol. and less tedious so yay so all of you guys that love crafting guns because crafting guns is hard because there are too many things that people realize they're like do i need like ruinous elements or do i need mutable elements or do i need drown elements right. how many do i have where do i look for those i can't see them unless i hover over this gun in this certain location and like it's annoying put it this way when it when the system confuses elemist it's not That's designed well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, we can't let the season we can't let the system confuse elemis elemis knows how to play the game too well so <laughs> if it confuses him we know we're in trouble oh my god so they're making it easier for everybody which is good uh, they're going to increase the element cap from 250 to a thousand mm -hmm. for neutral element the cap is going to move from 8500 to 10,000. and then next season they are getting rid of all of the elements that are just like bleh, all the other ones so only neutral elements are going to remain all right. the ruinous draw mutable drowned energetic elements are all going to go away right which i think they even said there's a line in the twa basically stating that the effectively the the element version of the golf balls i forget what they're called at the moment but that effectively made those sub elements like ruinous adroit kind of rendered them a bit pointless so they might as well go ahead and get rid of it and just leave neutral elements so here we are hey well anything to make it easier honestly i wish they'd still put everything you know in a separate little slot <laughs> so i don't have to go searching for it and i could be like where's the seasonal slot oh here it is right cool but you know i'll take what i can get you can read more about it in the TWAB from the 17th. So that is uh, another thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a hot fix today or tomorrow. There's a hot fix. The If you want to order your raid jacket, the last day to do it is the 31st of March. So do that mm -hmm. um, if you earned it before the 15th. The raid jacket's kind of cool. as like the rainbow doohickey from the raid on the inside of it. And it looks like in one like an adventurer jacket. Like if you're going to go on some sort of, you know, pyramid quest. Pyramid hobbit adventure. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> looks like if, if you're going to go be in the mummy or something, like <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go be in the mummy and wear this and like go do archaeology somewhere. I'm going to wear this jacket. <laughs> wear the jacket so that you can go into the pyramid and smell what Rolk is cooking. <laughs> oh my God. I want him to step on me. <laughs> Like he is, oh my god, his jammies and his like staff, and he just like puts his foot out, and he's just like, "Will you kiss my foot?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh god, you won't give me a chance because you just kicked me in the face. <laughs> well, you didn't react fast enough. Uh, I did. That raid is just like really hard to do. Jesus, I got really good at avoiding him though, because if you get caught in his like miasma it's it's just almost like it's so hard to see <laughs> so i got very good at avoiding him because i couldn't get caught in it so i got very good at like not getting caught by him <laughs> jesus I, I that is a skill that i will develop i'm sure i had to like by necessity just so i like wouldn't have like a 
seizure. Right. But well, I got yeah, very good too. at not that getting too. kicked by Rolk. Yeah. My goodness. And oh, it's such a good raid. I want to do it again, you know, and not have a brain explosion. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> we uh, have one more topic. Yeah. And this one, not so great. Um, yeah. So over the weekend, there were a lot of copyright takedowns and copyright strikes happening across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting starting probably last week, there were a lot of archival music channels. Uh, start Toki, I swear to fuck. <laughs> He's just so obnoxious. So starting last week, a lot of archival music channels like Promethean, Archival Mind, uh, Lorcan OC, uh, Destiny Music Archive, a couple other channels were all getting copyright struck or just taking their stuff down. And these are channels that aren't putting up the soundtrack. These are channels putting up like the incidental music in whisper of the worm or stuff from zero hour or stuff from crimson days or stuff from, um, what would be another thing reckoning stuff like yeah stuff from reckoning stuff from festival of the lost stuff from stuff from original gambit yeah original gambit not new gambit uh, stuff from um not new gambit not gambit fresh like original fresh (laughs) stuff from original gambit stuff from um stuff from like scourge of the past yeah stuff that wasn't officially released yeah, stuff that's like Leviathan. Mm. Like that stuff, that was never released. So that music, like Spire of Stars music. Um, and that music and stuff from like, and it wasn't just that music, stuff from um, Presage was up there too. Yeah. And we used that music for Destiny Lore Audiophile. Right, actually, because I mean that was the whole thing. We kind of because of the nature of needing to. This is something that kind of hits really personally for me, just because being so closely knit on that project, like because the music was is such an integral part of making the tone really work with those episodes. You finding the right music for any episode, and this was the case for even doing our Guardian Games episodes for Destiny Lore Audiophile as well, and for any DLA episode. Hell, for the stuff that I tend to throw in on these episodes, it, to me, like, even that, it, it, even though it's not... Even tower music. Yeah, it's it goes such a long way to establishing the tone of a scene, so... To suddenly f- not yeah. have that is just a huge, huge blow. Mm-hmm. And the tower music, that's not published. No. And the farm music, that's also not published. Like, this, the music, the way it's made is that there are pieces um, in the files of the game, and they are in 10-second chunks. Mm-hmm. And the way that they have to piece it together is that they have to loop it and there is a separate percussion file. And so the percussion file comes and goes depending on the enemies that you have. 
So if you have more enemies, the percussion file starts or stops. And um, if you're and so that's how the music reacts to you in the game. So the way that people like Lork and OC and Archival Mind and Promethean and Destiny Music Archive put these music files together is that they painstakingly paste these music files together. And this is stuff that Destiny and Bungie won't do. And so losing all of these music files off of YouTube is a tragedy because this stuff is never going to be released. And now we've lost it completely. Yeah. It's gone. And unless you had the foresight to try and, you know, have a personal archive of what they had up. Yeah. Luckily, we saved a lot of it. Yeah. But there's still some of the stuff that we weren't able to grab. And yeah. as far as that end of things is concerned, we're kind of shut out of luck. Yeah. Um, luckily, like through Ishtar, we know a couple people. So we can ask and see if they have the files on their computer. And I'm sure they do. And they might share. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, it's like, well, it's gone. Suddenly it's 2003. It's 2005 again. And you're, you know, going on to forums and asking if anyone has the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children uh, soundtrack rip. Yeah. <laughs> Doing that all over again. Yeah. Suddenly it's looking for Napster files and shit. Exactly. That's kind of where we are again. And this wasn't a problem. Like, they weren't monetizing these files. Like, none of these channels were monetized. I need to say that. Exactly. Like, this wasn't them making money off of it. Right. This this like, this was strictly them having an archives. Yeah, exactly. Because that was always my thing with it. If someone is putting up Bungie's content, like, strictly, you know, 100% ripping it, you know, not following the 80-20% rule that they outline, and it ends up getting struck, well, I mean, that's one thing. But... And, it, and then more importantly, if they're doing that and trying to monetize that, I should specify. This isn't Aussie Halo putting up the entirety of like <laughs> the Witch Queen soundtrack and monetizing it and being like, this is mine. And I'm like, cut. No, it isn't. Exactly. Like, what do you think you're doing? Of course, you're going to get struck, oh you idiot. God. Like, don't give me a sob story. Like, you should get struck like into Kingdom Come. <laughs> like and get off of youtube forever like do not cry to me argentina like jesus but yeah like fuck off like but these people were providing a service it was a good service and now their stuff is hidden or gone because of like people that weren't bungee right so this was a company called csc um and also unknown companies the people that i know of are csc that were involved in arts takedowns of other people um i know that they were involved in a long drawn out battle with mylan and gamma trap last year with Displate, and it was the same people who were involved in that <laughs> oh god uh, yeah it was it's a huge thing uh, people who are hobbitsies who frequent mylan's channel on twitch twitch.tv slash mylan games uh will probably remember the long battle of the display versus 
Mylan slash Gamma Trap and their art being taken down for no reason. And it was like art that wasn't Destiny art. Like not official Destiny art in any case. No, it was random. Oh, wow. And it was being claimed for Destiny stuff. And it was like, go fight with Bungie. It, it was it was it's a long story you'll have to go find i think they talked about it on youtube it's a long thing um you can go find it on maddie's youtube channel i think but um over the weekend this music channel archival music channel copyright strike escalated into cutscenes and gameplay footage being struck also like esoteric and astacross both got hit oh no shahan got hit what the hell shahan got hit like <laughs> beloved <laughs> beloved <laughs> character destiny shahan got hit he got hit for a 40 second twab video uh-huh that was that had gameplay footage in it mm -hmm. that had like one of those like six things you need to know about the twab Finger guns. Yeah. And that got yep. that got struck. Like what? That got that got copyright struck. Yep. He got hit. Bife got hit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bungie's mm -hmm. own content was copyright struck. Bungie? As in Bungie? the people who make this fucking game got yeah. copyright struck for literally their own content. Yeah. I'm what? confused. I'm confused too. Bungie got copyright struck for their own stuff. Um, yeah, they supposedly had a meeting today, which is today, like I said, is the 21st of March, 2022. Um, as of it's 8:30 right now at night Pacific time. There's no news on their Twitter page, their official Twitter page, and I have not heard from people I know that work at the company um about anything that's happened and it's not like they're gonna tell me oh, anything yeah. oh lol <laughs> like and i'm not gonna ask them like i'm will ask them about like hey do you want to play halo before i would ask them about like hey do you know about like the legal ramifications of like the copyright strike takedowns <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm no, not gonna ask them that that's weird that sounds so, like a really great way to get someone to lose their job uh i'm not I wouldn't do that anyway. Um, exactly. But yeah. it's, it's we'll just have to see what happens. There's probably going to be something that comes out on Thursday or later in the week, but I'm sure their lawyers are working on it. But this is not a very good look for Bungie or its relationship with YouTube. Yeah, it's it's a very decidedly not great look. Or uh, its relationship with CSC, because I don't know if CSC is an official partner or is an unofficial partner. Yeah. Cause there have been issues like this before, not not specifically with Bungie. I'm just talking in general terms of copyright strikes that have been put out by third parties that are not actually affiliated with uh, the groups that actually own said content. And there can be instances where this kind of thing happens where stuff will fall well within the guidelines of acceptable use and it'll still get copyright stricken. So there's a lot of unknowns just generally, and that's kind of the big takeaway, but yeah, rest assured they know about it. They are working on it. Please, please, for the love of God, be kind to the community managers. 
Oh um, God, yeah. They already deal with so much shit, and honestly. Mm-hmm. Seeing how they have generally just reacted to all of this has just been an exercise in watching just saintly levels of understanding and uh, patience with the community. So obviously we're all really confused, but understand that the buck does not stop with these people. So please be kind to the community managers. It's the legal department. It's not the community managers. The community managers are the door. The legal managers are inside. Mm-hmm. Like they're just the they're just the messengers, guys. They have nothing to do with like what's actually happening. They're just letting you know what's happening. They're not they have nothing to do with the actual action that's being taken. So like don't take it out on them. Like they're doing their best to just let you know what's happening. If they don't know anything, they have nothing to report. In all likelihood, when it comes to some of the stuff that's happening, they are likely as frustrated as you are. Oh, yeah. Bear that in mind. They're fans, too. And they were also like a couple of them used to be content creators. And there are a lot of like ex-content creators that work at Bungie. Mm -hmm. And so they're probably just as mad about this as we are. Exactly. And just as frustrated. And... I do have to say, like separately, this is this is me. This is a me comment thing separately is like not as a destiny person. But um, I used to be a chairperson for the organization for transformative works. Oh, look at you all bringing Ooh. titles into this. Oh, chairperson. Ooh. I was I know I was the chair of strategic planning at the OTW for several years. And so seeing this like. As someone who worked for, um, I don't know, like, like I did work involving this exact kind of thing. And so seeing it in action, like, is like, I want to help people and say, like, it'll be okay, but it, it might not. Copyright law is super frustrating and it really sucks. And Bungie's rules are very clear and they are super, super lenient. They're way more lenient than most companies and they look the other way, way more than other companies do. Mm-hmm. Like way more than other companies do. Oh yeah. The OTW, uh, if you don't know who they are, are the parent company of archive of our own, which is the largest fan fiction website in the world. I'm sorry, I have to do it. The longest fanfiction site in the world. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good um, one. But it's it's an archive, and it's for making sure that that fan works and archives like do not go away. And it's specifically for this purpose to make sure that we don't lose things like music, because they archive music. Mm -hmm. so things like this kind of thing like losing music for destiny this is what the archive does like they would take this music and archive it on their website like open doors which is a part of the archive would do this and take it off of youtube and would put it on the website if they could which of course now they can't because it's gone 
Well, it wouldn't have been a YouTube link. It would have been like an actual file well, in yeah, the website. Exactly. But, but yeah, you know, it's well, kind of not there for them to work with. So. Well, I know the I know the people on Ishtar have the links still. The people probably still have the files mm. on their computers, but either way. Um yeah, but either way, um it's stuff like this that is really frustrating and makes me wish we could archive things like the cutscenes because stuff that isn't monetized, like I don't want the cutscenes to go away. I want them to have an archive and a place to go that isn't YouTube because YouTube is bullshit, obviously. Like I want there to be a place like Ishtar to be safe. But like I know having worked for the archive that the archive is a safe place like their servers are safe and they're protected like by copyright law actually because they're considered a transformative work mm -hmm. but don't know there's a whole thing like the music it's it's a real gray area because Bungie looked the other way and then there's the whole thing of like, is it a transformative work? Because it's, there is the 80, 20 rule of, did you change enough of it? You have to change it at least 20% to make it your work. Mm -hmm. That's what the 80, 20 rule is. Right. And that does not mean like put 20 seconds of bullshit for every 80 seconds of, just stuff that Bungie has made. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You can't do that. Yeah. You actually have to make it your own. You can't just add on stuff in the middle or do whatever. You actually have to transform it somehow. It, copyright law is hard, and that's why there are lawyers, like a lot of lawyers. The OTW has a legal team that you can actually, if you're a content creator... You can reach out to them. They do stuff pro bono. They will actually answer your questions if you just send them an email. You can go on transformativeworks.org. There's a lot of information there. You can reach out to their legal team if you have questions. The website has a lot of information um, about copyright law. There is information about stuff like this. Like, go reach out to them. This is stuff that they do. Like, they write stuff. They've defended things for copyright law in front of the Supreme Court before numerous times. They're good people. I recommend looking them up mm -hmm. on the interwebs. Absolutely. Mm hmm But you know what? who else are good people? Us. I was going to say the people that we're talking about in this hot lore network ad. Oh. Well, well I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm ass I'm assuming twiddle you know. my titties a little bit. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. Okay, let's play it. We'll find out who it is. <laughs> the Lore Network. Since the dawn of time, there have been storytellers who teach through their stories. These myths give rise to fundamental truths, and these truths shape our collective experience. Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86 host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. 
Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together. Oh, that was good. Mm, scintillating. What? <laughs> it was just so smooth and just, oh, it just hit me so well in my ear holes. Just, mm. Oh, God, you too? <laughs> I no! Mean, I mean, shit, if Elmist isn't going to be here, it's got to fall to me, no. right? No! <laughs> I just, one week without ear holes. Like, we had the week off last week because I worked, like, 65 hours. Uh, excuse me. They're ear balls, you uncultured swine. Ear holes are completely different. Okay? Jeez. You know that if I worked four more hours last week, it would have been 69 hours. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I looked at my time cards today and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I've told you that that's an unofficial rule at my work. Any yeah, anytime yeah, yeah. the the number 69 come up, if it's in a yeah. string, if it's in an IP address, not that it necessarily would be, um, mm -hmm, in anything, mm -hmm. you have to stop for a second and you have to say nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> nice. Anyway, this is a little lore episode, so some lore is impressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. Rinda, would you like to take it away? I shall indeed. And this take is... Take away lore hole. <laughs> take away the lore hole. Uh, and this is the lore for Forerunner. This is obtained by completing the Magnum Opus quest from the 30th anniversary content. This is basically just a Halo CE Magnum. Let's just get that out of the way before we get into this at all. Such a good gun. Oh, it's so good. The flavor text reads, A new chapter for an old legend. Banshee44 considered the relic on his workbench and the questions on his mind. One stood out above the rest. Who were you meant for? The form of the weapon suggested an oversized sidearm, a secondary weapon for a giant's hands. The function presented more so as an anti-material rifle. Looks to be 12.7 millimeter. It's like they were making a hand cannon but didn't know it yet. Banshee wondered further about the warrior who could wield such a thing. His attention drifted momentarily, drawn by Shax's voice booming nearby. Huh. Yeah, a time maybe. And a big one, too. The weapon was laced with fractures from a life of fire in a sleep of ice, and perhaps other more exotic stresses. Banshee wished he could have heard the relic's voice, but he knew from earlier examination that it had fired its last round. What a last round it must have been. 
the guardian who brought it to him might be willing to try a shot, untroubled by the risk of a rapid, unplanned dismantle. But Banshee knew it wouldn't last through a single magazine. Beside the relic lay a stripped-down breech light. He would adapt it for a larger round. Custom casings and handguard. Sensorium link scope. And he had other ideas to try as well. It would be an homage. An offering to the creators of the original relic. A legacy. With that satisfying thought in mind, the gunsmith went to work. That's so nice. It's so good. I love that so much. <laughs> Makes me cry. It, oh. It's that whole thing where, because, again, copyright laws, that will be a thing that comes up a few more times in this episode, they can't reference Halo directly, of course, but you get enough little winks to know that he is talking about, again, the Halo CE Magnum. And it's the idea mm. that you don't just, you, it's not just transposed into Destiny, you have lore reason for it to be a bit different. It's, again, basically a heavily modified breach light uh, from, oh God, what was that season? Season of the... Who cares? Uh, season of the Who Cares when we rescued Saint. <laughs> oh, Season of the Chosen? She's the Season of the Chosen. There we go. I have fixed it in post. Of breach no, life. No, just leave it. <laughs> from Season of the Chosen. So it's... Season of the Fuck It. <laughs> Dawn. It was season of dawn. My favorite season. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not hurt. You're hurt. Ignore the tears. It's fine. It's fine. I, I swear it's fine. But the point remains that it's got a very cool reason for existing as it does within the game. But it's more so the idea that this is not the greatest handgun in the world. This is just a tribute. Yeah. And even so, it's just so good. So lovely to use. It's so, it's so great. I love it. I love using it too. It feels so nice to use. Right? It's, oh, it's so satisfying. So originally it was supposed to be a hand cannon and was not supposed to be a sidearm. And in the actual files in the game, it's still listed as a hand cannon. Like in the developer files. Which I mean, that makes the most sense given how it functions. Which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> but it was supposed to be hand cannon. It was not supposed to be a sidearm. So that's so, your justification for using it because of your hatred for all other sidearms. I dislike sidearms so much. Um, it's very funny that it's the only sidearm that takes green ammo, I think. I don't think there's any other sidearm that does. I think you're right. Yeah, because any other... Ariana's Vow isn't a sidearm, right? It's a hand cannon. Okay, then yeah, no. I was about to say, you're asking me the resident hand cannon not... <laughs> I, that's why I'm asking. Like... <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, 
it, it but it it's it's very unusual in that function uh and then of course it's scoped mm-hmm it is. And if you use it correctly, um, you don't use its scope. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why would you scope anything in Halo? You don't. <laughs> the answer is don't. Hip fire everything. <laughs> scope nothing. <laughs> one of our friends is the one who created this quest. Mm. So I have a couple of tidbits from the class interesting little tidbits yes yeah so there's actually a perspective puzzle that was in the quest in the area they didn't get to use the tech from witch queen because it wasn't ready yet and so that's what the seventh column perspective puzzle is in the loading area Mm-hmm. for that if you get in the right spot by the rock and it like makes the seventh column design which in and of itself was so cool which is so cool that's supposed to be like that was supposed to unlock something it wasn't ready yet but it's a neat little easter egg if you figure it out and you get in the right spot um there are a lot of really cool like blink and you miss it messages in the corner when you solve the perspective puzzle Um, When you enter the cave and up to the cryopod and when you open the cryopod are a lot of um, Halo references and marathon references. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually in the sky. um, We talked about this on a previous episode, I think. Did we? But we might. I don't know if we did or not, because no one's talked about it. And I feel at this point we could talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually. um, If not. This is fucking breaking from Guardians of War. There's a a marathon Easter egg when you're at the cryopod and you look out into the sky from the cryopod. You can see, I think it's the Alpha Tauri system. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like the system in Marathon, I think. Actually, I believe it is. Yeah. And uh, it's like being a Formula One team. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I never played Marathon. I just know that it's there because they put the Easter egg in it. Hey, guys. Future Rendell here. Did a little bit of research as I was editing the episode. And yeah, we got this one wrong. So the star system in question is the Tau Ceti system that Marathon takes place in. And now you know. Back to the show. So you can actually see the design, like you can see the actual like design slash constellation in the sky. So it's there so you can see it. So neat uh, Easter egg constellation in the sky standing at the cryopod. That's really neat. So that's there. So you can see that. I'm like, I don't I haven't heard really anybody talk about it because no one looks in the sky there. (laughs) But you can see it. It's there. You can only see it from that spot. You can't see it from the ground. You can only see it from the cryopod. Uh-huh. Yeah, really just, cool. just a fun little nod to games within Bungie's past. Yeah, and then um, Banshee's text when you bring him the frame and later when you claim the catalyst are, like, full of Halo <laughs> puns. Oh, my God. Just references on references on references. It's so good. Absolutely. And apparently um, his favorite thing, it's not directly connected to the quest but he loves the finisher that dropped with the 30th (laughs) 
it's just an exaggerated version of the Halo CE pistol melee. Yeah, it's it's super great. But oh, so good. That's what he told me, and um, the message he sent me earlier when I asked him about stuff <laughs> that he thought was good from the quest when he did it. So good. Yeah, but I thought that was neat because I thought to ask him about important questy things. <laughs> Because, so. yeah, hey, we're doing Forerunner tonight. <laughs> that I'd ask. Forerunner is a really neat little gun. And the quest is really neat, too. Um, Halo CE is like... I love Halo. <sighs> I love... I love doing, like, dares and dropping down when you're doing the boss for... <laughs> the the final boss for the cabal boss and you drop down onto constellation like beach when you're fighting against ethalus to arc whether you wanted it or not uh-huh when you drop down onto mar yeah whether you wanted it or not yeah yeah but you like look to the left and you're fucking it's halo it's the um it's the silent cartographer yeah cartographer thank you yeah 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 god it's it's fucking halo it's so good where were you the first time that you played halo in my house just like where would you be <laughs> just like playing on the ekbok with your brother or something no Saying, i was oh, here in oregon mom said it's my turn <laughs> my but when the first time i saw halo <laughs> my brother was playing and he would not let me play because halo was for boys and I was not a boy. Mer. So I was not allowed to play. Girls got the PlayStation. The Xbox was for boys. Well, I mean, that also meant that you got Metal Gear Solid. So. <laughs> yes, it did. And what I told him, he's like, it's my turn to play Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, Metal Gear Solid is for girls. It's on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> So I got I grew up with Metal Gear Solid. He grew up with Halo. So I didn't get to play Halo until I was a lot older. But it yeah, it was so good. I'm pretty sure for me, my first exposure playing Halo was I want to say it was either. No, it must have been early 2002. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, no, 2003, Um, because I was I was a freshman in high school. Um. <laughs> That just aged me right fucking there, didn't it? Um, and just being over at a buddy's house, um, I'm pretty sure that it was someone's birthday. I don't remember. But it was just like someone broke out a projector and we were just taking turns playing, you know, four player multiplayer. And it was just so magical. What? And like just seeing all the stuff on, you know, like a huge screen and just the art style and everything just felt so good to use. I actually remember going to that birthday and begging my parents to get me an Xbox. And they were immediately like, well, no, you know, you just got, you know, PlayStation and a GameCube within the last couple of years. You don't need a third console. And I actually decided I was going to save up and actually buy it for myself and by god i did no way yeah saved up and with my own money bought an xbox 
and then day one that halo 2 came out went and got the limited edition of that really yeah it was one of those cases of like yeah i i need to play this game i need to get it and the funniest thing was i was able to do that because i was in choir in high school they met on tuesdays Mm -hmm. um so one of the older guys who was able to drive there were a couple of us that were like oh please god yes we want to get halo and he just kind of looked at us and was like cool i was about to head down to gamestop pile in let's all go oh my god so we went down we got our copies of halo there were a couple people who brought xboxes and the uh choir instructor was totally in on this and we basically just spent the entire practice session playing halo 2 there was a kind of sketch moment where the person who is in charge of the choir actually showed up unexpectedly. <laughs> One of the guys noticed with like a minute to spare. <laughs> and we stowed everything away and we had to like make it look like we were actually practicing. And I think someone, no, one of the altos, no, 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 the baritones started doing the halo theme and we all just joined in because we're a bunch of music nerds yeah it was absolutely amazing yeah but halo is just such an incredible part of my past of the past of the first person shooter as we know it today of bungie's dna so to see an homage like this come into destiny it was just such a lovely thing to see. Mm-hmm. And of course, Forerunner feels great to use, and that always helps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, since we usually do shout outs for your favorite, whatever the thing is, <sighs> of the archetype of the gun of the thing it is, but I don't like sidearms, so we're not doing that. <laughs> What's your favorite Halo game? <laughs> uh what's your favorite halo game hmm yeah oh wow this is actually really really hard shout out to your favorite halo game because i refuse to shout out your favorite sidearm (laughs) i would rather die uh i know you would um i think i'm actually going to give a solid tie of this between halo 4 no actually no i am gonna go that direction halo 4 halo 2 and halo infinite uh infinite just because of the way that they actually were able to change up the formula to make it something new good god it is gorgeous um halo 2 was just a watershed moment generally uh when it came out just the fact that uh that was my first major experience with playing online with people and uh, all the avenues that that opened up uh, not to mention just all kinds of memories with the campaign and, you know, playing with buddies and all that. Halo 4, though, there's just an emotional depth they were able to reach with that campaign. Just the whole dynamic between Chief and Cortana that they were able to explore in that game. And it still kind of hits. I remember distinctively playing through that campaign with Sammy when it came out. We got to the end and we were bawling. Oh. Like I, I cannot listen 
to green and blue without tearing up a little bit. And I know you're the uh, same way. My heart. I remember playing that with you. Yes. It was just like so much emotion. And you were streaming and I'm just like. Oh, my God. I cried so hard. I was like. I had tears streaming down my face. Oh, my God. The end of Halo 4 hurts so bad. But yeah, like it hurts in a good way. Yeah. So what's your favorite Halo game? Um, probably, uh, probably Halo Reach. Oh, that's a good one. Halo Reach is probably my favorite Halo, which I know it's like super controversial because of like the dichotomy between Halo Reach the book and Halo Reach the game because people like to fight over that. The fall. We've got we went over this. Go back to episode 117 if you want to hear myself and Penn's rant about this. How the canon of the book and the canon of the game somehow were both there and they're both valid. Yeah, there's we have a whole episode about the about Halo. Um we did a whole thing, but I love Halo Reach. I have a painting by Irresolute of Cat, my namesake, um, <laughs> Your namesake. on my wall. Uh, yeah, I am Cat 2.0 on my wall. I was about to say, as anyone who has watched Orchid stream and has seen her driving the Halo knows, she absolutely is Cat 2.0. I drive the Warthog just as well as Cat does. <laughs> this is the reason why if we're ever playing infinite multiplayer together and a warthog shows up i'm not allowed to drive no i am immediately like running dashing for the driver's seat like no fuck you i'm driving every person that plays with me knows i'm not allowed to drive (laughs) or they figure it out the hard way (laughs) but uh probably halo reach i really like odst as well um oh yes such which is like also kind of controversial because it's not like any of the other Halo games um, because it's a very open world. It's very like you have your um, Mubasa streets um, like very, you know, ODST sad jazz moments when you're, you know, like battling in the streets and you're like figuring out the story and you're like trying to find your team and you know like very sad jazz and then you have your like straight halo missions which is like very jarring (laughs) yeah jarring jarring when you're not even playing as a spartan yeah you know you you're just you're an elite human soldier but at the end of the day you're just a dude you're just a dude (laughs) you're just a you're just a dude um but i really like that game as well especially because there's a lot of things that you can find oh yeah there's a lot of like hidden collectibles and a lot of like hidden story in that game and it's really cool and you know how we feel about that yeah there's a lot of hidden lore and there's a lot of really neat stuff so i like both those games oh yeah it's 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 so there is such a mood that odst brings to the table it's un- mm-hmm. it is unlike any other halo experience out there and oh yeah it, it, that that's a good one. Ooh, yeah ooh. Mm-hmm. i like both of those ooh. <laughs> uh, but anyway um yeah so we have some special thanks for the episode I, this is like a full episode at this point because we've been talking for like an hour anyway <laughs> but 
Special thanks for the episode. The audio for this episode is produced by you, Rindle Zevas. Thank That's you so much. Me. That's me, Rindle Zevas. You can find him at Rindle Zevas on Twitter. Um, the music and artwork for this episode are copyrighted Bungie. We're able to use it. Are we able to use it under their fair use policy? Do they love their content creators? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that this falls under the purview of at least 20% of our own. It's way over 20% Question our own work. Mark. I don't know. Because we talked about F1 racing. That has nothing to do with Destiny. Like, there's a lot of... We, lot we, of need, to, we need to get some people at Bungie into F1 so that they're more in, you know, intrigued and they have impetus to bring back SLR. Whatever. Our friend... <laughs> Redacted is, in a, is into F1. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> We just need that so we can have the thing with Marcus Wren going, no, Amanda, no, no, Amanda. That was so not right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Quiet. Let me finish this. If you'd like to dive into the Destiny lore on your own, this is the worst episode we've ever had. Visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use to make our show notes if they still exist in a couple of weeks, because who knows with all this stuff happening. Um, here are a few reminders. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore. You can yell at me on Twitter at Hey, it's Orchid. You can tell Elemist you really want him to come back at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, leave us a review, uh, but maybe not this week. <laughs> Thanks. It's a bit of a weird episode this week. We know. Yeah, it's a really weird episode this week. But yeah, leave us a review if you would like to. Um, you can also join our Discord and come hang out with us. Uh, talk talk to us about lore and Halo. We have a huge Halo channel. A lot, most of us play Halo. Um, we actually do play uh, infinite multiplayer together a lot of us do and um, we also watch F1 together and we also play a lot of destiny together so come hang out with us in our discord it is discord.gg slash lorehub um, destiny 4 people actually play destiny oh my god what's the world coming to we also play pokemon <laughs> like so I don't know I mean we're normal people we do normal shit indeed yeah say goodbye Goodbye. Yay. Okay, goodbye. Not pulling an elemist there. Oh, no, all right. That's, thank you for being normal. I appreciate you. <laughs> Me being normal. You, you sure about that? Really? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>